Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good day and a good week. And I want, uh, first of all, I want to welcome my new listeners that are coming from Apple Podcast. Um, now that I finally learned how to post on there, <laughs> um, so welcome. And welcome to my new listeners on whatever platform. And welcome back to my old trusted listeners. So, um, I wanted just to tell you all to please, if you're listening to this, go to my Instagram page at escaping narcissistic mothers, all one word, no spaces, no underscore, nothing. Um, find me, follow me, and you will get all the information about this podcast on there. When I post a new thing, a new podcast, it, I, I post it. All right. Since we're done with that, what do I want to talk today about? I want to talk about something that comes up over and over and over again in my experiences as far as having my own support group online, um, and my own page and just reading different Instagram, the ones I follow because they're so similar to mine. And it's it, one thing that just comes up a lot is the gaslighting for those of you who may be new to this whole narcissistic thing and might not know what that means. Gaslighting is a term that comes from a, an old movie, but it, that that doesn't really matter. It means that someone is trying to make you think you are crazy, okay? So they are telling you lies, they're manipulating you in order to make you think you're crazy. Um, one of the most common things that a narcissist, a toxic person, a person who wants to hurt you, it doesn't matter what the title is, is to gaslight you by letting you think that the, what you remember in the past is false. And that has two, uh, it's twofold for the narcissist, right? It covers them up as far as if I deny that it happened, it didn't happen, right? And number two, they know it happened. They did it on purpose, so they know it happened. But saying that it didn't happen confuses you, makes you doubt your own memories up to the point where if it's done enough, it makes you think that you're the crazy one and that you can't trust your memories. You can't trust, um, your gut because when your gut tells you something, you're not, the narcissist will, will automatically say that that's not the truth. Well, there's a few important things here. We have gut feelings about things and literally we feel it in our intestines. And I think that's why it's called the gut feeling. Um, 
is it's an important survival mechanism and if someone turns that off we are extremely vulnerable not to them but to everyone and that is something we need to turn back on and again the best way to do that is to distance yourself whatever way is the most convenient for you you can go back and 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 listen to my going no contact why we go no contact um and gray rock if that is the only method that you can use right because some of you are very young or are stuck in that situation you can't leave so examples of gaslighting I'm going to give you an example of mine because this is pretty cool. <laughs> it's it's a little bit nuts. Um and this is my favorite one of my favorite stories of my mother because my intuition led me to questioning some things. Um I would spend weekends. This was of course when I was still in in contact with my parents. Um just wondering and I don't know why I guess it was kind of an obsessive thing but I would spend a lot of weekend mornings sitting out in the what we call the lanai here in Florida which is the back porch um and talk to my husband about my dad's past because I was never really told anything about his past um and i had questions because there were periods of time that were kind of blank there and i and i would say to my husband what if i have siblings or you know i i knew something wasn't right and one day i was at my parents house and i asked my mother if my dad had any other children specifically brother for some reason i said do i have a brother somewhere She looked at me in the eyes and told me I was crazy. Literally said, "You're crazy." A couple of months later, I don't know why this happened this way. I think that, you know, if you have any belief in a higher power, in God or any other higher power, this would be a moment where you think, "Wow, that higher power intervened." I asked her literally weeks or months, I'm not even sure, before my brother called me to tell me that not only was he my brother, but I had two more brothers. And that he didn't tell me this part. This came with that information. You guys can listen to that podcast about my my life, right? <laughs> But I have three brothers I had no idea existed. And I found out when I was 42 years old. So, she literally called me crazy. So, talk about crazy making. Gaslighting in its most direct form is to call you crazy. To say you're crazy when you are 100% correct. She was so freaked out by my question, she started accusing people <laughs> of telling me and I no one told me anything. I'm not dumb and that's something that she couldn't 
possibly accept is that I could have come up with that theory on my own um, because I didn't know anything about her past or his. But anyway, so you're going to have a completely different story as far as facts, right, about what happened. But I know that your narcissist, whether it was a romantic person, they do the same thing. They tell you, you're bipolar. You need to go, you, you need to get help. You know, up your meds. They say things like that to you to make you feel crazy. In one day, this happened 15 years ago. In one day, I had my boyfriend, who was a nar- pure narcissist, tell me I was bipolar. My ex-husband, who hated my guts, told me I was bipolar. And my mother said I was bipolar. In one day. That is a whole lot of, you're crazy, in one day. I was so, in that moment, I was like, am I bipolar? I'm not bipolar. I have other issues, but bipolar is not one of them. Um, I was bipolar because I was dealing with three dysfunctional people who were trying to hurt me. So that happened to me too. Another way to gaslight you is very simply a memory that you have of when you were little and you ask your parent and they tell you that that never happened or that's not how it happened. Believe yourself. Okay, take my word for it. Believe yourself. It happened. It happened exactly as you remember it. And they're trying to cover up what they did badly. Remember, they will never admit wrongdoing. Never. So if, if, it, if they say it never happened, then they have nothing to be responsible for. But believe you me, it happened. And if you persist... And tell and keep telling them, no, this did happen. It happened like this. What I used to say to my mother a lot was, your brain is 34 years older than mine. Um, my memories are, are correct. I, I never gave in on that because I knew I was right. I knew it. She couldn't convince me of being wrong. I still didn't understand and didn't stopped talking to her at the time go no contact because I didn't understand the rest of it I just literally thought that she remembered it wrong I thought she was the one that was remembering it incorrectly um but in fact she she knew exactly what I was saying and she was purposely trying to make me think that I was remembering it wrong and that was every story um So that is, that's the basis of gaslighting is to make you think you're crazy. Because if you're crazy and if you think you're crazy, and by the way, I don't like the word crazy. I'm just saying it because I don't know what else to say, you know, that you are, you have mental issues or mental disorders or emotional disorders, um, 
I have severe anxiety caused by um, her, but I have work phobia and I can't work anymore. I used to be able to force myself and, you know, break through it and, and, and be okay after a while. But um, I actually had a narcissistic supervisor. Uh, it's actually a principal at a school, which is, they say teachers, but um, they don't mention principals too much. And principals are the worst narcissists on the planet. You can't be a principal unless you're a narcissist. That's my thinking. <laughs> I know that's not true. Um, but <clears throat> principals I encountered were all narcissists. But they didn't pick on they didn't all pick on me like this particular one. And she bullied me for two years and it got to the point where I just I quit one day abruptly uh, before the school year was over and it created a trauma around working. It created a trauma around supervisors. It created, and I'm still dealing with it. And, and I have a new therapist who knows about this. And I'm still dealing with this. You know, and now, now I have an autoimmune disease. And that's going to be another podcast, by the way. So look out for that one if you are physically ill because due to your abuse. So, um, gaslighting is, is basically is that it's, it's a way to keep you thinking that you're crazy so that they can continue to make you think you're crazy so that they can continue to get narcissistic supply. That is their ultimate goal. Remember that everything they do and say is to get supply from you, to get a reaction from you. They want you to be upset. They want you to be angry. They want you to fight with them. And then they tell you, you're violent. You're always arguing with me. I don't want that around me. When they're the ones who caused you to have that argument. I've said this before. I used to be ashamed, but I was suicidal at a point in my life where I should have been freaking happy because I finally got divorced from someone who I'm not going to say full-blown narcissist, but a lot of narcissistic traits and definitely hated me. So someone who was, who had been hurting me, who I didn't love, who the marriage was awful, eight years I was married to him finally get divorced and then of course I meet a guy who's a narcissist that one for he was for sure 100% narcissist and my mother at the same time so I luckily it's almost like they took turns in the abuse but um, my mother hated him and I think the reason she hated him so much was because she could see herself in him she could see the crazy she could see the narcissism the toxicity in the guy and she couldn't have that because she knew she was in danger of losing me and she has no idea how close I was I mean I think she actually does because I think I told her but I was ready to move in with him um 
and she would have lost me but then I would have been in trouble because I would have had absolutely no support you know and I am no contact with her and my father but I have a wonderful husband who does support me and I wouldn't have had that if I had gone that way so I'm grateful for that and and that is part of healing is being grateful and being aware of those things that you do have not just the things you don't and I think we we spend so much time on those things that we don't have or the things that went wrong in our life right why was I born into this family how many times have you thought that I constantly do. I think to myself, why, why was I chosen? Because I feel like I was chosen to be in that family. And the truth of the matter is, is I have learned a whole lot because of it. It's not a great situation. No one wants to be raised by people who don't love you and who purposely hurt you. Right? And who keep you down and you feel you're never good enough. That's not a good situation to be in. And some of you were physically abused. I was too, but just not to the extreme of, of some of you who who have told me. Um, I used to get hit and spanked, especially if she was in a rage. Right? But... She did me one favor, and that and, and that favor is I learned how to be a mother. Because, and I've made my mistakes as a mother, but my mistakes are way less than hers. Right? I raised my daughter in, a, in an environment where she knew she could tell me anything. It's too bad that me and her dad got divorced and and I say that because of her not because of of the divorce and I I don't condone people staying in marriages because of the children because the children know it they start they feel it Emily was three when we got divorced and it's not like she even remembers us being together but she grew up living part of the time here in my house part of the time in his house and and it's it was tough on her and I hate that but that that was the only route I could take right ultimately I, I can go back and blame my mother but you know yes my mother was terrible and she when I told her I was having doubts about getting married she told me I had to get married because the invitations had gone out but I could have done more. I, I could have, you know, I have to take responsibility too. I mean, she didn't literally um, chain me to the apartment and make me get dressed on my wedding day. I could have seen it better if I really wanted not to get married and gone, no, you can't force me. It's over. I'm not doing it. You know, it's that simple. I mean, you can't force me. What are you going to do? Right, I, you could stand me up in the altar, and I and I won't say I do. That's it. Well, anyhow, I'm getting out of the uh, gaslighting topic, with, and I'm almost done with the podcast. Anyhow, but gaslighting is just that: it's to keep you thinking that you're crazy. It's to keep you docile. It's to keep you 
um, thinking that they know you better, right? Because that that implies if your memory is bad and, and they're saying that's not how it happened, that they, they know better. You know, it's there's so many things that goes with gaslighting. Um, and they can be sneaky about the gaslighting too. Um, if, if they, if they give you an apology one day, which is fake, if you listen to the words, they, they will never take full responsibility. Instead of saying, I'm sorry for what I did, they'll say, I'm sorry you feel that way. And that turns the responsibility back on you. And that is also part of gaslighting. Whenever the truth is not seen is gaslighting. Right? Whenever they're covering up the truth, it's gaslighting. So, I'm going to end there. Um, I hope that this was helpful and gave you validation on your feelings. Um, on what gaslighting is. And you could probably think of a million examples of gaslighting. Um, and hope that you're on your journey. And that you're getting healing every day that you're getting closer to going either no contact or gray rocking because that is the only way you're going to heal is to separate yourself from the abuse. You cannot heal in the middle of the abuse. All right, guys, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I'm sending you my peace, my love, and until next time.